Hello, 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 and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where we help passionate people create stable income with flexible schedules by getting ideal nonprofit clients with the best grant writing and nonprofit sales strategies in the industry. My name is Holly Rustic, and I went from working 50 plus hours per week as a grant writer inside a nonprofit, living paycheck to paycheck, to opening my own freelance grant writing business and only working part-time hours, earning more than I ever had before. Inside our programs, the Freelance Grant Writer Academy and the Grant Professional Mentorship, I have helped more than 100 changemakers get out of toxic 9-to-5 jobs and replace their full-time incomes while working part-time as a grant writer from home and around the world. Simply by learning how to write grants through our grants writing formula and implementing our unique approach to nonprofit sales. Join these aspiring and seasoned grant writers so you too can secure ideal nonprofit clients with cause areas that you fully believe in, get them massive funding, and be able to set your own schedule and revenue goals. Be sure to join our weekly email newsletter, The Freelance Grant Writer Hub Haven, where you get stress-free nuggets on the financial stability components and skills of being a freelance grant writer. Plus, you get updates about the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. Just go to grantwritingandfunding.com to subscribe. And now let's get ready for the most bold, empowering, and approachable coaching and conversations you've ever heard. Let's create a higher standard of stability freedom, and legacy together. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. And today I have an amazing guest on the show, and we are going to be talking about pricing your freelance grant writing services. And what we're going to be talking specifically about is how you think about it. Like, are you giving deep discounts? before you even say what your price is during your discovery sales calls? Are you feeling confident in your pricing? What all are you including in your pricing? And are you working unbillable hours? And are you getting compensated for those unbillable hours, right? Sometimes it's admin, sometimes it is, you're actually just not billing for hours worked, as in like doing meetings with clients or emails, that sort of thing. And we're also going to talk about how confident do you feel in charging your prices in general. And to help me discuss that today is Rachel Waterman, who is the founder and CEO of GDS Grants and which is the makers of GEMS. So you guys all know GEMS, Grant Easy Management Software. They've been a sponsor on the podcast. They're coming back on as the sponsors of the podcast again. And we worked closely with Rachel for years. Her software really helps you organize all of your grants, make sure you never miss a grant deadline again, keeps track of all of your uh, conversations with your funders, and gives you even a timer in there. Because one of the things that they did after they did the pricing survey in 2022 was realized a lot of people are having unbillable hours, so they decided to add a timer in their software. So responding to the data that they've gotten. So what what Rachel and I are going to discuss today is actually the pricing survey for 2023, and we're also going to recap 2022. So this is really great for you to listen to um, if you're a freelance grant writer, if you have a grant writing agency, if you're a subcontractor as a grant writer, you're definitely going to want to hear this. And even you nonprofits out there that are wanting to hire a a grant writer, this is really good information for you to listen to because a lot of times you don't know what to budget for that, right? 
So, um, and additionally, Rachel is going to extend the pricing survey of 2023 until March 1st, 2024. So if you have not taken this survey yet and you are a freelance grant writer, even if you're new, um, you're, you own a grant writing agency, you're a subcontractor, et cetera, please take this survey. You will also be able to request a free um, report of the survey once all of the data has been correlated and all of that um, to get this information. And it is so valuable. You are gonna hear how valuable it is when we have our discussion here in just a second. For all of today's show notes and the link to do this survey, go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 312. That's gonna give you also some additional past links like we actually um, last year into the beginning of 2023. For Rachel, what we did is we held a free webinar where everyone could come and hear the results of the 2022 report. Record it so you can watch that playback, which is like an hour to discuss all of the data points. Um, and we have that on our YouTube channel. So I'm gonna put the link there for you all um, and also to our podcast interview with Rachel last year. And then you'll have the other links there um, as well, where to contact Rachel now, more about GEMS, as well as the survey where you can take that now. And once again, if you do take that survey, you can request at some point to get the report for free, which is amazing. So definitely go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 312 to get that and to hear more about what we do at grant writing and funding especially for freelance grant writers and helping you become a freelance grant writer and grow your grant writing agency go to grantwritingandfunding.com make sure you're on our email newsletter list which is the hub haven every single week we drop you the podcast of the week and we also give a stress-free nugget for how you can operate as a freelance grant writer. And these are so, so valuable. You do not wanna miss out on this. So go to grantwritingandfunding.com and sign up for our free Hub Haven newsletter. We also have some other resources there that you might wanna go ahead and check out like our free grant writing uh, class. And we have our five steps to become a freelance grant writer. So definitely join that. All right, without further ado, here is our interview with Rachel Waterman. Welcome back on the podcast. Thanks for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. So excited. And I love what we're going to talk about today. So you all tune in because we are talking about the GDS pricing survey. And we actually have an episode on this from 2022. So your, your organization, amazing, did this really in-depth pricing survey for grant writing professionals, freelance grant writers, all you out there, um, on your thoughts about pricing. It wasn't just like, this is how much they charge. Like it was in depth. And I know a lot of you, that's your number one thing, right? The number one issue when you come to be in the academy and the mentorship is I don't know how to price Holly. I don't know how to price. I don't know how to feel about pricing. I don't know what pricing this rate because one of my nonprofits can't afford it. I don't know how many clients I can juggle at one time, all of that. So you went into so much depth on that survey in 2022. And we've, we've shared the results, so you can definitely click our links to see what the results were from last year. We're also going to give some highlights today. But what we're really going to dive in today is you have the survey open again for 2023, and it's open until March 1st, 2024. So if you guys have not taken this survey yet, even if you're super new to freelance grant writing, please jump in. We want to know your thoughts about pricing. We want to know your confidence levels. We want to know all of that. Um, because this is so, so good, the information. So Rachel, yeah, just let's talk about it a little bit. Because And thank you, by the way. This is a lot of work to do a survey and then give reports. Like, it is a lot of work. And you are a data background girl, so thank you. 
Yeah, it, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And and I, I do have a background in data and in um, social research, impact research. I love to look at numbers and sort of see the story that they tell. But this survey is much more dear to my heart than just looking at the numbers. I mean, I've been a grant writing consultant. I opened my consultancy in 2008. I've been writing grants for 30 years and I've had my consultancy. We're going into our 16th year. Um, yeah. And, um, and for many of those years, <clears throat> I, I struggle with pricing just like yeah. everyone else did. Mm -hmm. And I have, I get, I get comments from the people that I'm giving prices to. And it makes me question, is my pricing right? And so uh, we tried to start exploring these issues and we met with a lot of uh, political fear about price fixing and we were told sort of not to go there. And so we had to educate ourselves about what kinds of questions can we ask and what kind of information can we provide in what format so that um, we, we aren't... Uh, skirting even close to price fixing because this isn't about price fixing yeah. it's about it's about addressing the wide range of pricing and the wide experience of con contract grant writers um in an industry that i, I wrote a post today and i called it the, the grant writing is like the wild west Right. I mean, it's it's yeah. still a relatively new industry. I mean, if you go to see a lawyer or a doctor, you know what sort of the going rate is and what you should pay. You also know what service you're going to get back. Yeah. With grant writing. There's such a you know, every client has a different level of needs. Mm -hmm. um, every grant writer has different level of experience and skill sets. And we offer different kinds of services. And then there's organizations that have more resources and less resources, you're writing different types of grants for them. And so it becomes really challenging to know what should I be pricing? How do I price my services? What yeah. should I be charging? How much should I be making? Am yeah. I making, am I making what I should be? Um, and I really think that, you know, since the dirty word, but since the pandemic, there's a lot of people that have come into con consulting work. Yeah. Um, they made career moves. Grant writing consultancy has exploded. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that in this environment where more and more people are giving up their staff positions to, to be their own bosses or subcontract for other people, it's really important for you to know how to price your services and to know yeah. how are other people pricing it. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, for you to know where, wh what's profitable and to not get bullied by clients of thinking that you, you don't have the right pricing structure or the right pricing strategy. So all of, all of that, mm -hmm. um, we felt was very important. And I, I appreciate what you said about last year's survey, but this year's survey is so much better because we learned a lot about the limitations of last year's survey. And so we've, we've really improved upon this year's survey. And we're hoping that, um, we're sure that those adjustments that we made to the, to the questions that we ask and the way we ask them is gonna yield us 
even more amazing information. And I also want to say that this is the only survey like this yeah. out. Yeah. There's lots and lots of surveys out there, but they're not about this. No. You know, there's there's compensation surveys. And that that's really a survey to inform the employers of grant writers how much you should, how much can you get away with paying them? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's compensation surveys. Most of it centers around staff grant writers. Um, but this is the only survey that really is meant to support those of us in the freelance and grant consulting space. So I'm really it. Yeah, you should be proud. Like this is amazing. And and just to like bring that up, like let's let's like throw like a sideball here as our curveball is when you mentioned there's other types so that, you know some people might be like well GPA Grant Professional Association they do a survey but this is different can you talk about like the differences between the two as well yeah yeah absolutely like I said um theirs is um about compensation so it's looking at what's what mostly staff grant writers get paid it's yeah. not really looking at how would I price my services mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. is this is looking at it from a different way we do gather a little bit about how much people are earning, but it's not as much about compensation as it is about pricing, running. It's about running the business yeah. rather yeah. than what is the result of the work that you've done all year. Um, right. And I think there's a very small percentage. I don't have that number off the top of my head. There's a very small percentage of consultants that respond in that um, compensation right. survey. And it so is, the, mm-hmm. the questions aren't, entirely relevant it does look at what earnings are but again it's about earnings it's not about pricing so this is really about pricing our work and um compensation for our work i love that and you know that that's so true and so if you guys have already taken the gpa uh survey you also please take this one because especially if you're freelancers if you're consultants like this is the one you want to take because just like you said a lot of gpa they're not all freelancers, y'all. So sometimes you guys think you're go- you're buying into like this freelance or nonprofit consultant kind of experience with GPA, but that's only a portion. It's a small portion of who they serve. They serve a lot of people who are grant writers inside their staff, right? So yeah. we definitely want this is and for what you're looking at is very different. It's like freelancers, consultants. Like we're looking at pricing strategies as well. Um, and we're looking at something very different. I know you're going to cover some of the highlights from last year, but like even on billable hours, like we're going to yeah. break that down. And what yeah. this has helped like do, like when we've shared the survey results from last year, what this really helped a lot of you freelance grant writers out there do is actually have data to increase your prices, to stop charging, like not billing hours, like just do all of that. Like it really gave you confidence because there was data and you're like, oh, I'm not the only one who struggles with this, but that's wrong. Why are we doing that to ourselves, right? So I saw actually a huge change in the people who actually, we were looking at the survey results and implement that into their business. So once again, thank you for doing this because having data will help us make decisions as entrepreneurs, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and we saw the gap in Mm -hmm. the research, which is why we, we created this. We, we participate in all those other surveys and they provide us with great information, but it just wasn't really very relevant to us in the contracting space. 
And so, uh, I mean, as a contractor for all these years, I was like, is my experience unique? Mm-hmm. And we wanted to like, we threw a bunch of money at it to find out is our experience unique? But we started talking around. I mean, you and I, we started talking about this before we even did the survey because mm-hmm. I was like, am I the only one having this experience? And so as we started to talk more and more people were like, we're not. We're like, well, let's get some data together and really look at what the issues are and how can we support each other. Mm-hmm. And what was really interesting about last year's survey is I thought it was going to be the audience was going to be people who have been working in the field and were sharing about, you know, their pricing struggles or their pricing um, successes. And and we also had, I don't know why I didn't think of this. It makes perfect sense to me now. Mm-hmm. We had a huge audience of people that were just coming into the industry or just becoming consultants. And they wanted to learn from those of us that have been doing this for a long time so that they can avoid some of the pitfalls that have befallen us in these, in these years. And so, so really sort of serves those, those two groups of people. I mean, people who are already doing the work, Mm -hmm. um, and are trying to like gauge where they are in 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 the range of things, yeah. and also it it really informs new freelancers and new consultants on um, how to how to implement some business practices around pricing and pay. So yeah. I'm really excited about that. So good, so good, and yeah, and that's the thing is a lot of people you know, money, right? There's a lot of like pricing. Like we don't hear a lot, like the numbers of time, like I've gone on to Amazon and done deep research to like find pricing books just for like service related industries. Very few out there. It's very hard to find. You'll find everything about marketing, right? Everything about that. But like pricing, a lot of people don't like to share that information or they just don't because they're like, is this, is this too high? Is it too low? Am I making too much? Not enough. Will I be judged? Like there's like a lot of issues around it. So I love that you've put this together so they can take this anonymous survey so they can still share the information, but at the same time, like start, we can have discussions now around it. Like, let's talk yeah. about it. We price our services. It's a part of our business. <laughs> like, why are we talking about it? Right. Just because it might appear to be hard. It's because we're not having conversations about it. Right. So. Yeah. And, and we don't have anything to compare it to. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's, that's really great here too. And like I said, it's a little bit of a wild west situation, right? You can go yeah. on Fiverr and people are writing grants for $5, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have people who are charging $500 an hour. And it's, it's also a challenge because the person looking to hire a grant writer doesn't really understand the difference between the um. levels of service that they're getting. And so all of that makes pricing more challenging for us and we want to be successful in our pricing because if you're not successful in your pricing you're not going to be successful in your business um you know this is like number one Mm -hmm. you got to price your work right or you're going to be working for free and we found out last year that a lot of people were working for free yeah and so if you want to work for free it should be done because you're choosing and not because you're your bills aren't getting paid or you aren't able to, you know, cover your costs. And so <clears throat> also this is a, a female dominated industry. Mm-hmm. And as 
you know, a female business owner, I want to contribute in the ways that I can to empower other female business owners to, to, to price their work and, and know their worth and, and be able to know that their pricing structures are fair. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I see a lot of people coming into grant writing because of the freedoms it offers you, you know, maybe you have someone that you need to care for, you're a caregiver or for whatever reason you need to have a more flexible life, but we shouldn't have to give up fiscal viability. It's we shouldn't have to trade fiscal viability for, for those other types of benefits to this work. This is, this is hard work Mm -hmm. where it's stressful work and it's important work. And if without us grant writers, there's a whole lot of, there's millions of people that wouldn't be getting critical and enrichment services all over the world. And so, or even jobs, right? Yeah. 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 So I thought it was like time that we do research that supports us in supporting ourselves. Mm -hmm. I love that so much and totally on board with it. And, you know, and just like you mentioned, like now I can go back because you've done that research, because I've seen other research out there that grant writers staff position, 67% women. But now that you've done this survey, I believe it's around 82% are female that are freelance grant writers. So it isn't more, you, we, now I can actually like say those kind of things and have information and data to back that up. And that also makes me go, wow, a lot, why is it so high? Like it's already high, like staff, but why is it even higher freelancers? And then it's like, well, because a lot of them are caring for loved ones. Like you said, they have kids. Like there's a lot of things that are woman centric, like, you know, unfortunately the women take the brunt of that work. Um, and then it impacts their, their job security as well. So this is a loophole for them to find job security, right. Through being a freelancer. But then to your point, are we bringing money trauma into that? and not charging rates, are we letting nonprofits bully us? Just because they ask for a deep discount, y'all, doesn't mean you need to give it to them, right? right? Those types of things. And having this data helps us with that, with overcome those things. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you're going to be in business for yourself, then be in business for yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah. And find the information you need to, to have a powerful, productive, profitable business. Yeah. And I always say too, like, you know, when you stand behind your rate, when you stand behind your price, it's not just for you, it's for the industry. It really is. And it is for us women out there, especially because 82% of us are doing this as females, like it is for your fellow sister out there as well. So we need to stand behind each other. And so I just want to again, once again, like, thank you so much for doing this because it's bigger than than just your business or my business. It, it really does impact the entire industry. So thank you. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Such a movement you're creating. You want to hear let's some of my numbers? It. Yeah, let's get into it. Everyone's waiting for it. Like, what are we going to start hearing the numbers? All right. All right. So just a recap. Just a recap of last year's report. We had over 100 people take last year's survey, our first one. So we're super excited about that. We're looking to double the participation this year, but we had over hundred people from six countries and 28 states. Um, as you see, yes, 81% of- I was so close, 82 but yeah, 81, yep, 81% female, right? They had a meeting of 14 years in this profession. So these are people who, they're not the newbies, 
You know, mm-hmm. they were people who've been doing this for a long time and a median years of seven years in consulting work. So they bring a lot of knowledge with them. Um, 60% are owners of consulting firms, 17% were subcontractors and 3% were freelancers. So that was last year. This year, we um, did some quick numbers of just our preliminary results. The, the, the survey is still open and active. We're going to ask people to go and take the survey if you haven't yet. So these are just some preliminary numbers. Oh, sorry. Also last year, some, some of the interesting things that we learned last year was that more than a third of respondents said they struggled to identify a fair price. Mm-hmm. And half struggle to charge a fair price. Now that's really, really, for me, that's powerful. So yeah. even that can identify a fair price, still have trouble charging it. Yeah. Now that's, that's, that's important. And that's why we're doing this work. Um, and almost a third don't bill for all hours worked. Wow. So, wow. That's, yeah. I mean, that information right there, like that's huge. And I hope that like, especially even if you're new, like you can take the survey. We have the link in um, the show notes today at grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 312. So you're definitely going to want to grab it and take the survey, even if you're new or if you've been around, like you have a grant writing agency, you're a consultant, you're a freelance grant writer, you're, you're new, like come in and, and share with this because look at that information. Like even like we're seeing, it's not just like, how much do you charge? Like we're seeing behaviors behind this, which that's what we need to change. That's what we can help focus on then, right? Like, yeah, you can identify it, it, but can you charge it? And why, right? right? And those those two things are important and they are Ah. distinct, right? Mm -hmm. And then look at the second bullet. This is mind blowing. You know, a third realize that after they give the price, it's it's too low, but 20% say that after doing the work, they, they realize their price was too low. That's, that's too high. Yeah. 20% of people are, are doing work that they can't afford to continue to do. And that's something that's really important, especially I know you work with new freelancers is if you set yourself up for failure, you know, you, you can't do that. So, you know, if every job you do, same thing I tell nonprofits when they're getting grants, if the grant money you get only covers you know, expenses that you're going to incur by doing the grant. You didn't bring any sort of money in to cover, you know, any support of the organization. Then the more successful you are at grant writing, the quicker you'll run yourself into the red. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. So it's really important. Um, You, you're not doing anyone a favor if you're not, pricing in a way that's sustainable mm-hmm. because those nonprofits that you're giving deep discounts to, they're going to not have a grant writer in a few years. Exactly. So it's really important. And um, it says uh, we found out last year that approximately one in five, again, 20% of grant consultants feel underpaid mm-hmm. and nearly a third, nearly a third feel their work is undervalued. Wow. And that's because they're not charging enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of it, or they're not billing those hours. So they don't feel valued. And I see this often. I call it client bitterness. <laughs> when, you, yeah. when you don't charge enough. Or you're getting fault is it? 
Yeah. And then you, and then you're like showing up, like you're not showing up. Right. And cause you don't feel valued. And a lot of those, like I always say this, and I know we've agreed on this. Dr. Bev says this too, Dr. Bev Brown, and you guys know her, like the people you give the biggest discounts to, they're your worst clients. Absolutely. <laughs> ask for the most and they will undervalue you the most. And yeah. they'll bother you and they'll t- suck the most out of you. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yes. don't feel like you're doing them a favor. You're giving them a favor to like not, you know, feel entitled then to that, that deep discount. And that's not a healthy relationship. No, it's not. So that's what we found out last year. So mm-hmm. let's take a look at what we're starting to see already this year. So this year, um, a similar um, audience responding, average years in grant rate 13, last year was 14, and average years in consulting, six. So we're getting some more um, uh, new, new, newer bees. Mm-hmm. Um, four countries so far have responded in 38 states. So I'm really excited about that because we've, we've really branched out to get um, feedback from people in a lot more different areas. And I think that's really important because there is such a, a wide range of pricing and rates from one geographic area to the other. So this year we asked, uh, we asked several new questions this year, but one of the new questions we asked this year is we asked people what they consider when calculating their rate other than the time it takes them to do the job. What other expenses do they add in to their rates? And these were the top, I believe, seven things that people say they consider. Um, and it's really interesting that, you know, first of all, 25% of people aren't even considering business expenses when pricing their work. Whoa. So, I mean, think about that. That's pretty intense. Shouldn't that number be like close to a hundred? Yeah. So it's the highest thing there, but still for 25% of people not to be considering their business expenses when calculating their rates. That's absurd. And yeah. why would we, why are we in an, why is there even the expectation that you wouldn't put your business expenses into your rates? Um, for, I was surprised that professional development came in next. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty um, exciting. People yeah, are cool. investing in themselves mm-hmm. um, and admin, of course, but still over 60% or almost 60% of people don't include in their pricing administrative expenses. We wow. sit here telling our nonprofits to put in their administrative expenses and look yeah. only 40% of people put money in their pricing to have a profit margin. Oh. Over That's half of the people don't yeah. don't aren't intentional about generating profit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you stay in Shocking. business long? Way. Yeah, if you're not getting profit. That's so interesting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys are listening, like we actually have graphs up on the slides. So yeah, it's like wow. Get the big get on the video version. And then um look at this compensation for non-billable hours. I think this is really interesting because we have seen consistently how that there most people are working that they're not getting paid for all hours worked. And so if you're not going to get paid for all hours worked, shouldn't you have some sort of compensation ratio that you add into your pricing structure to cover those hours that aren't going to get billed? Otherwise, we're working for free, people. Yeah. We are all working for free. Yeah. 
and we're you know it's just it's just not sustainable so yeah. that's that's why i'm here and that's why i'm doing this work um you know it'd be great if i get to charge a little bit more too i got kids to put through college uh really soon <laughs> really really soon. <laughs> anyway <laughs> start with start saving with young. um but yeah like you you you, you don't put in anything for a profit margin. You don't even put in your business expenses and you don't put in anything for a profit margin and you don't have any sort of cushion for the hours that aren't going to get billed at all. It's crazy. Um, and then we had the last two were travel, transportation, and staff expenses. Now, not everyone has staff, so mm -hmm. that's probably why that number's you know, lower. Obviously, those people that do have staff are considering um, right. or calculating that rate. We'll do some more um, uh, more sophisticated data analysis when we have it all. So we'll be able to we'll be able to like correlate that to the people who have staff. But I mean, right off the bat, there's some some real interesting numbers there. Yeah. Really and what it shows too is there is a need for a lot more training mm -hmm. on on just simple pricing strategies as well like how to price, like looking at expenses, right? So this is interesting too, to showing gaps like out there. And I know we really hammer that down in the academy and the mentorship on pricing, like we do our value-based pricing. So, and what we talk about too is, you know, there's usually just the way, which is the wild ass guess, <laughs> pricing, yes. right? So we kind of talk about like how you can actually have strategies, but expenses is the part of that you have to look at what your expenses are like it just makes sense so i do like that you're showing like whoa there is a lot of like interesting formulas going on here that are showing a story right they really it really is and it's showing that there's gaps and and we saw that last year right a third of the people weren't sure how to price but then moving on like even if they identified their pricing and felt confident about it they weren't still charging it but they still, they didn't feel confident about it clearly, but they had to do that. Or they were giving deep discounts or they were working for free. Yeah. They weren't billing all their hours. Like yeah. there's a whole lot of different ways that yeah. we're not being compensated. Yeah. And when you add them all up, that's not sustainable. No, you know, not. you're not include you're not including all your business expenses no. in your price to begin with. Then you give a deep discount. Then you work for free. Yep. No, you're not going to sustain. And you're then you have a client money. that doesn't even pay you. You know, it's yeah. like we yeah. need we need to we need to turn these things around in our industry. Yeah, we deserve we better. We, we deserve do. Better. We do. And yeah, this is this is the data that's going to help us get there. <laughs> I hope so. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> Here's another one. I know that uh, this interests you a lot. We looked at people's memberships and professional associations. Now, about half of them are in GPA. That's also because GP has been very supportive. The the um, the local chapters have been really supportive in 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 posting my posts about taking the survey. So I'm sure that we're we're um you know we're able to gather more people from uh, from GPA. But what's really interesting is that about half are members of GPA and uh, almost half are members of nothing. So yeah. I think that's really interesting. Almost half of these half of the people taking you know our little survey don't have aren't a professionally affiliated with any any um you know grant writing group so i thought that was really interesting mm -hmm. um 
And I know that that's something that you talk talk about a lot in your workshops. And yeah, hopefully we'll see those percentages change after this podcast drop because all you in the academy and the mentorship are going to be filling the survey out, right, y'all? Well, you know, my my website went down recently. (laughs) We were talking about that before. And people are like, oh, yo, your website's on. I'm like, I know. They're like, well, aren't you going to get it back? I'm like, none of my clients, they don't care about my website. I bet they've never even visited my website. And I'm not saying you don't need a website. Surely you need a website. But, you know, in this industry, they care about results. They care about references. And I don't think any of my clients even know who GPA is. They don't know what a GPA is. They don't care about how many letters I have after my name. So... It's really interesting. So membership is really about resources for us. Yeah. It's, I think it's about resources for us as professionals more so than like, oh, look at these letters after my name. Now yeah. you're going to pay me. Exactly. Uh, you know, I don't know who's affecting. What we, what we should look at, um, it would be really interesting is to look at those people who are members of associations. Are there a difference in their ability to charge um, and price and earn. And so right. I'm going to be looking at that as we get more deep into this. And we'll see if there's some correlations there. That will be very cool. interesting. Yeah, 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 for sure. I love it. Oh. All right, I have one more slide for you. Nice. And we've pulled up some, I don't want to give away everything, but just a few Ooh. of the things that we thought were important. Um, struggling to identify a fair price. And I think it's really interesting that the numbers are going up. Yeah. So already um, we're seeing that that's gone up a little bit. I do not bill for all hours work. That went up considerably. Yep. And you can um, see it here now, this 31% in 2022, it's now up to 38% in 2023 so far for what you've, the preliminary results. And uh, this one is one of my favorites that you realize after doing a project that your price was too low and going up. Now, maybe people are paying more attention to their pricing. Maybe they're doing time tracking. This is a big thing we talked about last year, right? It was like people weren't even tracking their time. So you and I have been out there like banging the drum, track your time, track your time, track your time. Yeah. Yeah. So and I love that Gems has the tri- time tracker now too. So that's also data helps drive your resources that you offer. And in, in, absolutely, you know. we uh-huh. added the time tracker to Gems after doing the first survey when we realized, oh my God, people don't know how they aren't they don't know how long that they're working to do these things. So how mm-hmm. can we price things? Even if you're not doing a per hour price, if you're doing per project or value based pricing, you still mm-hmm. got to know what For kind you. of and it takes from you to yeah. do the work, right? Yeah. Yep. And then you got to know if when it's over, did I price that good? Like, yeah. ha- like, are you even having those conversations with yourself? Like, did I get paid correctly for that? What, how do I need to adjust my pricing strategy for the next time? So yeah. maybe, maybe people are a little more aware of these things and that's why the numbers are going up. But I don't know, I'm, or either that, you know, we have a lot more work to do because we, we have to help our, help our fellow grant professionals here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel underpaid. That one has gone down slightly in these preliminary results, but not Just really statistically significant. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then this one is really shocking to me is we ask people if they feel they have cracked the code, they're making great money and they have no issues with their pricing services. And we see already that, Last year, twice as many people 
felt they'd cracked the code and were earning um, than this year. Now, our years in practice went down very slightly. Mm-hmm. So there are some more people in this survey that are newer in the industry, but not by much. Not double, <laughs> more than double. Double, yeah, yeah. Double. It That's went down just by one year. So That's it's huge. not about new people in the industry working for free to, you know, to get their experience. By the way, I hate that. That's another topic we need to talk about someday. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a new grant writer, you don't need to work for free mm-hmm. to gain experience. Go work for another grant writer as a subcontractor and get experience. Yeah. And yeah. then stop, 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 stop working for non-for-profits for free, please. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help the nonprofit learn how yeah. to pay for their expenses either. So anyway, we can talk about that another time. Yeah. But we actually have a whole thing. Like we say, okay, if that you're so driven, because some people are like, they will not let it go. I'm like, here's the conversation you have to have. And here's what you're going to do. You're going to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it for this limited time. Or I'm going to do this one thing. And then we're going to have a conversation for you to pay me at the end of that time. And that's it. (laughs) So I'm like, if you don't have that conversation, you're going to be working for free forever and you're going to be bitter. Once again, client bitterness, right? So like they're not, and you don't have to, you can, you can can get experience in ways that pay you Mm -hmm. while you develop that experience. If you feel like you don't, and here's the other thing. I know we said, we talked about this some other time, but here we are. If you feel like you don't have enough experience to charge them, then you shouldn't be writing the grants. Yeah. Yeah. Like, You shouldn't be writing them by yourself. If you don't have enough experience to charge for your work, then you don't have enough experience to set somebody up for expectation. If you're writing by yourself, go write for someone else where you have someone who's going to review your work. Someone who's going to coach you, mentor you until you feel like you have the confidence level to get paid because Otherwise, you're not going to have it. And then that's what we do in the academy, too, is we review. We do unlimited grant reviews. We walk them through how to write a grant in 30 days. Like, here's how to do it. And then and the thing is, I always say is, you have this resource, this community, and you have time. These are two things that an executive director or a nonprofit does not have. They don't have this community of support for grant writing, and they don't have the time to focus on grants. That is valuable. That is worth something. So Yeah. yeah. Allowing them to do what they can, only they can do by you doing what you can do. And yeah. it's already a service. That's already the love service. <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, Yeah. But I find this to be really shocking. I mean, we had no idea. I just picked these things because they're, I thought they were really cool things. I mean, the, then we went and looked at the numbers and I was like, what were they last year? I was like, wow. That is you know, shocking. So we didn't like look at everything and then pick things that we were shocking. We we picked these first and then said, what were they? Last? Oh, yeah. I knew you were going to ask me what were they last year. So I went and I looked. Yeah. Um, so it's very, very interesting. And I'm super excited. I'm super excited about um, doubling our, our participation levels because the more people that participate, the more confidence that we all can have in these results that we're seeing. And um, I'm just super, super excited to be have to be in business and have the resources to do this again. And yeah. I have a great team to help me. So yeah. yeah. Just um 
Also, when people go ahead and take this survey when they participated in it, um, then they is it like last year where they also get a the report for free as well, so they can yeah, look at the thank results. You. Thank, thanks for asking me. So, um, it is completely anonymous this year. We're using a different platform where your email is not associated with your um, taking the survey. So you do the survey anonymously first, and then at the end, if you do want a free copy, then you can submit your email to us to get yeah. a free copy. So if you participate, you're eligible for a free copy. Um, and if you don't want to give us your email, that's fine. And you can purchase um, the survey when it comes out. We do need to wait um, 90 days from the day we collect the last survey to the day that we're allowed to issue the report. Uh, that's part of the price fixing um, requirements that we need to go through. So we call this the pricing survey 2023 because we're asking you to think about your pricing, your work in 2023 right, right. When answering the questions. But the report's not going to come out until the end of May. Um, we're we're going to take surveys through the 1st of March. Yeah. And that means we won't be able to um, share the survey report with anyone until June 1st. So. Okay. We'll have to have you back on the, the Grant Writing and Funding podcast then to discuss those results. And maybe like we did yeah. last week, we did um we actually did a live webinar where you all could come and kind of look at some of the some of the highlighted results as well um and have more of a discussion about this. So yeah. Love, love to. Awesome. Love to. Love it. Okay. Well, this has so been so great, Rachel. Thank you again for coming back on and and giving us um allowing us to give you the platform too just to share and get the word out there. So you all, if you are a freelance grant writer, grant writing agency owner, grant writing consultant, grant writing professional, whatever you call yourself, and you're making money writing grants, take this survey. Like we wanna know where you're at. This is just gonna give us more information. And then you can even get a, the free report to go through the process that Rachel mentioned. So you can have information. This data is gonna help us. And it might even upset us a little bit. Like, look at this. Like. 38% of y'all are not billing for your hours worked. Like that might light a fire under some of you going, this is not acceptable. We need to change this. So how do we change it? We change it together. We change it one at a time, but doing it with creating this, this community and this culture and this conversation is going to do that, right? And we operate in silos all the time, y'all. This is going to help us get out of those silos and to really see what's going on. So you guys can definitely check out the link in the show notes, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 312. Yeah. So Rachel, um, any any closing words today on this? Yeah. I, I did want to also mention that one of the improvements we made on the survey this year is that we broadened it to grants professionals. So contract grant professionals. So if you're doing coaching or review and critiquing or training. Um, nice. Okay you can still participate because we ran into that last year. We had people like, well, I'm a contract grants professional, but I, I don't write that much. I do X, Y, Z. So you're included this year. Please um, take the survey. There's questions and it, it'll direct you based on the types of services that you provide. Nice. I love it. I love this so much. Yeah. And this is so great. I mean, just getting this information, this is so good. So we can really 
be confident too about what can we change and how can we change it. And it gives us that information um, because it's very like meta, right? There's a lot of meta stuff going on in here that we have that information. And as you mentioned before, like if you just look at other reports, it's just gonna show you like general like compensation. And that's actually, I think where more price fixing happens because people will just be like, oh, that's what people are charging. That's what I'll charge by rate. That's what I'll price my rate set. I don't know, I get hung up on the price fixing thing. I'm like, whatever, you know what I mean? But I just think it's funny sometimes that that's such a, I don't know, people are nervous about that. But um, we kind of do need standards in the industry, but it, it it's hard, you know, to also know like what your geographic area is, what you do, what your experience is, like all those things bring in your specific pricing, right? It is hard just to say, oh, that's what grant writers are charging. Like, I'll just put that price. That actually, I think, leads to more in my opinion, but I don't know. Yeah. So thank you again for doing this amazing survey. Y'all get out there be taking this survey so we can look at behaviors behind pricing. We can look at really a lot of these, this information that can actually help change the industry. So thank you so much, Rachel, and to uh, GDS and to Jams for doing this. So once again, y'all go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 312. Um, anything else, Rachel, from your side? Thank you so much. Thank you for being such a great supporter, Holly. Thank you for um, helping me get the word out about the survey. We really appreciate it. And we will be super excited to come back and do the live release of the data. It was first released on your show and I'd be happy to do that again this year. We, we truly appreciate you being a partner in, in helping us get this work done. My pleasure, my pleasure. All right, we'll see you again soon. Thanks so much, Rachel. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast with Rachel Waterman of the CEO and founder of GDS Grants, the makers of GEMS. And I hope you enjoyed all of the data and everything that they are doing to uplift grant professional consultancy industry at large. We are so happy to support them and to be a part of that movement with them. And we invite you to join us to do the same. Make sure you go ahead and fill out that survey. You can grab the link once again at grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 312. And if you're listening to this past the March 1st, 2024 date, and you're like, I would love to get my hands on a copy of that report on the 2022 and the 2023 report, uh, definitely go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 312, where you can find out more how to reach out to Rachel and get that. And while you're on grantwritingandfunding.com, be sure to join up for our free newsletter, The Hub Haven, where every single week we give you a stress free nugget on how to reduce stress in your freelance grant writing business because our movement is that freelance grant writers can have peace and profit in their business. We are also passionate about helping you quit your toxic nonprofit job and replace your full-time income while writing grants from home. Check out more at grantwritingandfunding.com. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please do us a favor, leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player as that does help other people find the podcast and we love to read every single review. All right, I'll see you next week on the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast.